watched the evening news yesterday, and it was sort of like the Great Tribulation is happening. I don't think it is, but there were giant forest fires, giant floods. There was the heat, like in Revelation 16. It says that the angel will pour the vial out on the sun, and there will be enormous heat. I don't believe any of these things are the Great Tribulation, but they sure look like it. But God's got it under control. On the right-hand side of our blog, I have a listing of the Great Tribulation plagues. That first writing on the subject of the Great Tribulation on the right-hand side of our blog, you can click on it and pull up that writing. At the end of that writing, I've got each one of the 14 plagues listed and the types of things you can expect to see if you happen to be here. In Matthew 24, Jesus said, Two will be in the field. One will be taken, the other left. I believe that pertains to one of the elect of God who is ready to go will be taken out. The other will be left. Don't get your eyes focused so much on this present world that you're not ready. The key to being ready to be taken off this earth is staying in constant Touch with God through prayer. That's the key. That is in Luke 21. Let's start at verse 33. Heaven and earth shall pass away. Jesus says, but my words shall not pass away. And take heed to yourselves, lest at any time your hearts be overcharged with serpentine, serpentine, which means overindulgence and drunkenness and cares of this life, and so that day come upon you unawares. For as a snare shall it come on all them that dwell on the face of the whole earth. Verse 36 is a very important key. Watch ye therefore, and pray always. Keep in touch with God constantly. Throughout the day, the night, pray when you wake up, pray when you go to bed. Stay in touch with God. By prayer, we contact with God. We put our trust in God through prayer. And Jesus says, watch ye therefore and pray always. Pray so that you will be accounted worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. It's amazing to me how many people I see today falling away, following something 
other than the scriptures. I had an open vision yesterday, I believe it was, of this giant prehistoric type snake. I'd say it was four times the size of an alligator, a big alligator. Its mouth was open. It had a woman in its mouth. She was being eaten alive, and she was all the way to her waist into the mouth of that giant prehistoric animal. And before the vision ended, she was swallowed by the animal. It was smacking its lips in the vision that I saw, and then I saw the back of it, and it had a tail like an alligator, a tip like that, and its tail was wagging from side to side. That happens to be a church person, and it's very sad, but nobody can do the Word of God for you. Only you can stay in touch with God by prayer and do the Word of God. And these things of this world will seem awfully important when they're not important at all. Life is a vapor. So God has told Abraham in Genesis 15, Know of a surety that thy seed shall be a stranger in the land that is not theirs, and shall serve them, and they shall afflict them four hundred years. The children of Israel went down into Egypt in Joseph's time. Joseph was already in Egypt. He had been made second in command and was in charge of distributing corn to those people who wanted to buy it, who came from other countries, and to the Egyptians. The children of Israel came down into Egypt to buy corn. They didn't know Joseph. He did know them. They didn't dream it was Joseph. And Joseph's father, Jacob, who's renamed Israel, Joseph's father, Israel, thinks Joseph is dead. The brothers dipped his coat of many colors into animal blood and gave it to his father. And they said, is this Joseph's coat? of many colors, and his father said it is some horrible animals eating him. So he has no idea that Joseph is in Egypt. But Joseph was sold into slavery by the brothers. The Ishmaelites took Joseph down into Egypt and sold him to Potiphar, who's the captain of Pharaoh's guard. God makes a way for Joseph to rise to second in command of the whole nation of Egypt. That is the will of God for Joseph. Believe me, God will accomplish his will for each of the elect of God who are chosen by God. So God tells Abraham, your seed will be 
a stranger in the land that is not theirs, and that's Egypt, and shall serve them, and they shall afflict them four hundred years. And also that nation whom they shall serve will I judge, and afterward shall they come out with great substance. Four hundred years they're slaves in Egypt. Often before a deliverance, there's affliction. That's not unusual. It just seems like you can't hold on. That's when you remember the Bible and hold on. But it can get very bad in life. But God sets everything to accomplish his will on this earth So you can relax. He's in charge. But don't relax from the scriptures and put yourself with a bunch of unbelievers. 1 Corinthians 10, 11. Now all these things happen to them for examples. And they are written for our admonition to warn us upon whom the ends of the world are come. God caused a famine throughout the entire world in the days of Joseph. This famine caused the children of Israel to have to come to Egypt where Joseph was in charge. They had to come to Egypt to buy corn. Joseph was second only to Pharaoh. That seems impossible. Seventeen years old, He was a slave and had nothing but clothes on his back when he was brought into Egypt. But God gave him favor everywhere he went, and people noticed him. The leaders noticed him every time God wanted them to notice him. Eventually, the children of Israel made their home in Egypt and stayed there for 400 years as God told Abraham they would, as slaves to the Egyptians. At the beginning of their time in Egypt, Joseph was in charge and provided for them through God. But there was a Pharaoh eventually who knew not Joseph. 400 years, people die, and everything changed for the children of Israel. Now they have fallen into such hard times that Pharaoh won't even give them straw to make the bricks that he's ordered the slaves of Israel to make. And their bondage is terrible. Well, it's going to get a lot worse before it gets better. For Pharaoh issues an order to the midwives to kill all male Hebrew children, babies that are born, and keep the females alive. And Moses was born at exactly this time, just before deliverance was going to happen. And toward the end of their stay in Egypt, the bondage of the Egyptians became very severe. That tells you deliverance for the children of Israel is near. And that tells you deliverance for the elect is near. Jesus says when the great tribulation comes, 
There will be elect of God on the earth during the Great Tribulation. And if it weren't for the time being shortened, Matthew 24, no flesh would be saved, but for the elect's sake, the time will be shortened. God makes a way for the elect of God. If you're the elect of God, then you will follow Scripture. If you are not, you'll fall away. Often when it gets very hard, it shows us we are nearer to the end and God makes a way to escape. Now the world right now is just in terrible shape. When you look at the evening news and see the things happening, and so many of them are weather-related, Weather is from God. I don't care what scientists say. We know the Bible. Psalm 148. Stormy winds fulfilling his word. Hail, thunder, lightning, vapors. Remember this as we approach the end of this world and the great tribulation which comes before the end of the world and the deliverance of us from this present earth by Jesus, when he takes us to the new heaven and new earth as a spirit. We won't have these bodies. We will be taken as a spirit. Just the spirit of us will go to the new heaven, new earth. The Apostle John saw a vision of the new heaven, new earth, and wrote about it in Revelation 21. And I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth were passed away. They're destroyed by fire. You can read that in Second Peter chapter 3. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them and be their God. But only righteousness will be in heaven. Verse 4, And God shall wipe away all tears, from their eyes, and there shall be no more death. We won't have physical bodies that can die. We will be created in the image of God who is a spirit. Neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, because we won't have physical bodies. For the former things are passed away. Verse 5, And he that sat upon the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. At the end of the period of time of slavery in the nation of Israel in Egypt, God chose Moses to lead the deliverance of the children of Israel out of Egypt. Thank you for allowing me to share with you today.